This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Tonight, why Julianne Huff says her marriage is over for good after talks of getting back with Brooks. It's like a whole thing. Plus, the newly single celeb who just quit his TV show and the reality star who's divorcing without a prenup. Ben. Huh? Do you not like us? New dancing drama gets personal. Are Carrie Ann's tough critiques because she's not over her ex, Artem? It was another not great dance of yours. Plus, we're in Utah breaking baby news with two dancing pros. Definitely think this is going to have to be the coming home from the hospital outfit. Ben. He's back. Ready for more Wedding Crashers? What Vince Vaughn just revealed. There's been a little bit of um, an idea that's pretty good. And, you know, we just can't curb our enthusiasm for today's co-host, Cheryl Hines is here. E.T. starts right now. Well, 2020 strikes again with more star splits. Cheryl Hines is here in the house, star of I Can See Your Voice, and of course, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s better half, Cheryl, this year really has tested romances. Oh, it has. Everybody's stuck together. Yeah, and then they're stuck together and split apart like Julianne Huff and Brooks Like. Nothing apparently could save their marriage. I've been on my own. We're kind of doing our separate things right now. I cry all the time and it's wonderful. Julianne filed for divorce Monday. The move comes five months after she and Brooks announced their separation. A source tells ET Julianne and the former NHL pro, quote, finally came to the realization that they aren't meant to be together after attempting to reconcile in September. We're told Julianne feels like she hasn't had a chance to live her life to the fullest. And Brooks, well, he's getting in tune with his emotions and talked about it on his podcast, How Men Think. I've learned how to honor emotions in the moment and let them come up and through me. And a lot of times that's through crying. 
Now to another split. Real housewife of Beverly Hills, Erica Jane, is divorcing her husband of 21 years, attorney Tom Girardi. Erica, who filed yesterday, says this is not a step taken lightly or easily. Girardi has a net worth of around $30 million. So is there a prenup? I don't have a prenup. Let me be very clear. I'm married to a very powerful lawyer. A prenup wouldn't stand in his way anyway. So it doesn't matter whether you had one or you didn't. It's going to be all Tom's way, I assure you. Also filing divorce papers, HGTV's Christina Anstead. She and her husband, Ant, separated in September. The pair have a one-year-old son and were married less than two years. And the life changes just keep coming for Ant. We've learned he'll no longer host his car show, Wheeler Dealers. The series is moving back to the UK and he's being replaced. Also tonight, news on a Bachelor star's restraining order. I put a lot of pressure on our relationship. Colton Underwood, who allegedly put a tracking device on his ex, Cassie Randolph's car, tells E.T. he reached a private agreement with her and says she's asked the court to dismiss her restraining order against him. All right, let's stick with the couple's talk. Is a past romance creating new drama on Dancing with the Stars? You know I've been in that audience before, and I love some good dancing drama. Lauren Zima. Can you tell us more? Oh, we are digging into dancing history here, you guys. So Judge Carrie Ann used to date pro Artem, and fans think that's why she is now coming hard for Artem's partner, Caitlin Bristow. Is this personal, or are we being held to a different standard? I'm a little torn right now. No, no, no. It was another not great dance of yours. I was not super impressed. It starts being a little personal, I feel it like. It does. You are an amazing dancer, but... It's a competitive season. Who all you want, people? What do you think, Caitlin? I just want to know, like, where it comes from. It's an assisted jump. It's not a jump that she can do on her own. I, I can't. It's an assisted okay. jump. It's a back tuck. And he's... You lifted her through the tuck. Sorry, I'm going to keep fighting for it. After Monday night's war of words, fans pounced on Carrie Ann's near constant criticism. One tweeting, just because you and Artem used to date, there's no need to be so hard on Caitlin Bristow. I think Carrie Ann totally would have saved us. And not because you guys dated, but she really oh. liked my technique. Last year, Artem's now fiance Nikki teased him about it. The pair was together for two years after meeting on the set of So You Think You Can Dance back in 2005. To be fair, Carrie Ann has since been judging her ex on dancing for nine seasons without issue. On the talk, Carrie Ann didn't acknowledge the internet's theories, but did address her haters. It doesn't make me change the way I judge. I'm not it about to not. change because you're trying to bully me. Right. It only makes me stand stronger in my convictions and what I believe right. in. And I felt like your spirit dropped. And then, but listen, I don't want to discourage you. Caitlin threw out her own theory for Carrie Ann's criticism. Uh, but I was hard on Hannah and you're another bachelor girl. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I don't want to be Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. After tearfully hashing it out with the dancing judge last year, Hannah B went on to win. So maybe being in Carrie Ann's crosshairs isn't all that bad? Either way, Artem has a strategy for next week. And I'm <laughs> buying air moths so I can plug them in yeah. during the judge's comments. And new dad Artem may also want to put some baby gifts on his shopping list. He and fiance Nikki Bella, who welcomed son Mateo July 31st, just sent this message to fellow dancing pros Lindsay Arnold and Whitney Carson. We're so excited for you both to be new moms. It honestly is the greatest joy in the whole wide world. There's no better, greater love than this. It's true miracle. Yes. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. 
that it was the sweetest thing. Like I, I almost I was video. tearing up. <laughs> I was so like tearing cute. up a little bit. That was so sweet. Lindsay welcomed her baby girl Monday, seven pound, 10 ounce Sage Jill. E.T. was with her and Whitney just days earlier at Lindsay's home in Utah. This is our first interview together pregnant. It is? Yeah. Yours is so hard. Because it's <gasps> her head. Oh, that's That is a full on skull, like just like so chilling right here. Whitney's expecting a baby boy in January. Did you plan this? No. Yep. <laughs> What are the pregnancy cravings? Like, what's your late night? I have to have it. Babe, run to the store. Um, the second trimester, I would always crave a blue Slurpee at Ooh, the gas yum. station and a Slim Jim. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Lindsay worked out until she hit 35 weeks. Whitney says she walks every day to stay active. That's gotta be hard though as dancers. I mean, your your bodies have been scrutinized and judged. Yeah. Your whole it lives. is hard, it is really hard. Especially when you get on the scale, you're like, oh my gosh, I've never been this heavy. But you gotta realize obviously we have, we're growing a, a human, which is amazing. Anytime somebody's like, you look so big, I take that as a compliment. Like, I'm like, thank you, that's good. You're like, I mean, that means it's happening. Yes, I love it. And you know we didn't show up to this E.T. exclusive empty-handed. Okay, well, E.T. has a little present for you. Oh, that is so nice. This is what? so sweet. This is the best day ever. Oh my god. No way. E.T., let's go. I definitely think this is gonna have to be the coming from home from the hospital outfit, like, without a doubt. <laughs> I love so it. <laughs> we start our ET fans early, Cheryl. <laughs> now, we have more from the dancing family later. Our exclusive with host Tyra Banks spilling behind the scenes secrets on her ballroom fashion. Now, Cheryl, you have had some huge stars come and appear on Curb Your Enthusiasm, including Mr. Vince Vaughn, right? Yes, that's true. And this year, Vince is celebrating the 15th anniversary of Wedding Crashers. He is, and he told our Rachel Smith we could be in for more. Mm. Christmas or wedding season? Mr. Gray. Wedding season? You know Bingo. Owen and I and the director of Crashers have been talking for the first time seriously about a sequel to that movie, so there's been a little bit of an idea that's not that's pretty good, so we've been just talking about that in early stages. Come on now, don't tease me. Because I'd find you. <laughs> You've got quite a few films that are having anniversaries this year. We've got Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mom! We're on high alert here! Hi. We've also got Wedding Crashers this year turned 15. How many fingers I got up? Then next year, Zoolander 20. Yeah, you know, they were fun movies to make. I've been fortunate to be a part of a bunch of them that I think have turned out well. Without a doubt. Your kids, are they fans of any of your films? The only one they saw was Dodgeball. Just hearing you guys talk about this right now, I like, can't I, I can't think about it too much or else I'll just start like fangirling. Yeah, it's hard not to fangirl over Vince's comedy resume and add his newest movie to the list. Where am I? I didn't get killed. Oh my God, why do I sound like that? I woke up in the killer's body. <laughs> Freaky, in theaters next Friday is a new twist on the body swap genre. The title is even a nod to the Lindsay Lohan slash Jamie Lee Curtis Freaky Friday. But this one has a lot more scares. Vince is a killer turned teenager, opposite Catherine Newton, who does her best Vince impression. We were in dance rehearsal. That was the first time I met him. So immediately I was looking at him in the mirror, trying to, you know, 
dance like him. And I just got so many ideas from Vince, you know, completely inspired from him. Feel our glory and our might. Everybody loves Vince Vaughn. Please bring back Wedding Crashers. Yes. <laughs> Meantime, Oscar winner Emma Stone is back in action with a sequel of her own. I feel pretty good about starting my own pack. Is the just married star ready to start a family thanks to her new kid film? We send in Matt Cohen's cute five-year-old son to get some scoop. Tell me, tell me. Then Cheryl Hines shows us the perfect way to curb your election stress. But why she wasn't ready for this E.T. Vault surprise. Yeah, my first acting job, I got stabbed in the shower. Oh, right? no! Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show? Even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. He doesn't have a lot of stage A hustle, but... Uh, well, what do you call that stage A, a hustle? hustle. Um, but the librarian does. <laughs> that is an exclusive peek at tonight's episode of I Can See Your Voice on Fox. And our guest co-host Cheryl Hines is a panelist on the show. First off, I need to know, what is stage A hustle? Yeah. Uh, I think you know. I think you know. <laughs> Swag. You, yeah, you yeah. have a lot of uh, hustle on this show. You know, it's somebody who walks on stage and it's like, hey, right. I see you. And Cheryl, you know people do love this show. They really do love I Can See Your Voice. So what has the response been from people that, that yeah, you've gotten? You know, it's been uh, joyful. You can watch it with your family. Mm -hmm. You can watch it with mm -hmm. your friends. It's fun. Let's see your voice. So basically, every week in I Can See Your Voice, Cheryl plays detective to help one contestant tell the difference between good and bad singers without hearing them sing. Even when he was holding the guitar, it seemed like a prop. In the end, the singer will duet with a celebrity musician and reveal their talent, or lack thereof. I told you I love the train wreck. I love when oh, somebody's mad. Yes. <laughs> and the train wrecks bring it. Um, so you are a woman of many talents and many jobs, too, because you have I Can See Your Voice, you've got Curb Your Enthusiasm, but you know we like to march down memory lane here at oh, ET, right? Oh, no! Yes! Okay. Yes. We're going to take you back to your very first acting job. Let's take a look at this. Yeah, my first acting job, I got stabbed in the shower, recreating the psycho shower scene at Universal Studios. I just shower in front of hundreds of people a day and get stabbed. Who that girl is? <laughs> what is what, the, what the hair and the makeup and what I was wearing? What has happened? You know, just it was a weird job standing there in a bodysuit getting stabbed in front of tourists. <laughs> but I was so grateful to have the job. Cheryl Hines, you know I love chatting with you. Thank you. I do. And you brighten up this E.T. set. You bring some class to this joint. Oh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? But now i got to hand the reins back over to you because you are the co-host today. True. You're the big dog in that chair. So you want to tell us what's next? Yes. Tyra Banks, how she's upping the dancing fashion game. You just never know what Tyra you're going to get. Only we're inside her latest fitting filled with fierce fashions. It comes with a slimming secret we'll never forget. People have no idea. Then... How Ariana Grande just made music history. And... Macklin, how old are you? I'm five. We brought out our toughest reporter to interview Emma Stone. Next question, please.
Ariana Grande's positions officially debuts at number one on this week's Billboard Hot 100 chart. It extends Ariana's record to the most number one debuts, and you gotta love all that fun fashion, too. Speaking of fashion, Cheryl, Lauren is back, and you had a chance to talk to Tyra Banks, and she just dropped like fashion gold on you, like how to pose. What was, oh, what's this? Kevin, are, are you doing the Tyra? I'm doing the Tyra now. <laughs> she spilled her secrets. <laughs> One of the most exciting things about Dancing with the Stars this season is seeing what Tyra wears each week, and she blessed me with her fashion rules to live by. All right, let's do this. Like I'm like a Halloween costume right now. No, you look silent. Tell me about how you weigh in on looks. Give me a little behind the scenes. There's certain rules that I have, making sure that the waist is snatched, um, because if it's not, I'm well endowed naturally, and it can look a little bit like a moo moo. I have very broad shoulders, and sometimes the dress doesn't really cover the shoulder, so it's got to be wide enough up here. We can't have satin on the boobies, on the tummy, or on the booty satin on my booty, show cellulite. So there's all these like a checklist. Tyra's mandate when she took over as the host of dancing, up the fashion game. So far, she's had at least two quick changes in every show, and she's planning up to six different looks for the finale on November 23rd. Have you ever had an, oh my gosh, we might not make it back on the live TV moment? Yeah, I think it was like the third, fourth episode. I walk out and my hand is on my back and I, I was holding my dress together. It was not zipped up and I didn't have on any of my jewelry. So then you'll notice a couple of acts later, my hand is down, I'm zipped up, and I have on jewelry. Most of the Smize Queen's pieces are custom made for her five foot 10 physique, like the yellow tool gown she wore on Monday. I have to walk over to it and then step into this hole. Crazy! So I'm like, oh, that's why it fits so good. Because <laughs> sometimes I put something on and I'm like, okay, they obviously don't know I got a booty. Because <laughs> it's something like off the runway. Yes, I used to model, did fashion shows, fashion weeks all across the globe. But I don't have that body anymore. But for some reason, designers just think, oh, she was a model and let's give her this size four. Honey, can you add a 10 to that? In women, we deal with that. Our bodies being different at different times in our lives. Oh, yeah. I just have gone up and down in weight my entire career. Yeah. My entire career. I'm like, you just never know what tire you're gonna get. And now, I, I think I've probably gone a little bit way on the other side. <laughs> and then, but what happens is when you have a really good stylist, they like know how to do all the tips and tricks, as do I. So then you're like, do I really need to lose weight? My waist is snatched right now. I think I'm fine. Bravo, Tyra. We love that perspective, yes, yeah. really. Let's keep the strong female theme going with Miss Emma Stone. Yeah, because she's back with her new animated film, The Crudes, A New Age. It's a sequel. Matt Cohen joining us now. Where's the real star of the family? Because you <laughs> made this a family affair. Yeah, that's absolutely right. It is just more fun as a family affair. And who better to talk to Emma than someone who actually wishes he was a crude, my five-year-old son, Macklin. I saw the movie last night. Macklin, how old are you? I'm five. Emma is the voice of Eep Crude, the oldest daughter in a tight-knit prehistoric family. The Crudes are all about their pack, and so is Emma. She married SNL director Dave McCary in September. How do you feel about starting your own pack? I feel pretty good about starting my own pack, although I don't think that my pack would be quite as like physically capable as the Crudes are. Dad always says the pack stays together. I made this picture for you guys from the Crudes. <gasps> oh my gosh! You threw that? That's amazing. You are an incredible artist. Thank you. I draw everything. 
You do? Next question, please. The first crude movie made over 587 million at the box office. The sequel hits theaters on November 25th. Nicolas Cage and Ryan Reynolds are back for the second installment, and we'll get some new characters, including Dawn, voiced by Kelly Marie Tran. I've never had a girlfriend before! Me either, me either! The coolest story about Scar in the movie and in real life. Do you have any cool scars, Kelly? Um, one on my head. I have one on my head. I fell off a scooter. Did it hurt? Did you have to get stitches or was it just, did you it just was, have a bandage? It was like bandages. It's just a scar. Every mark is an adventure. How about you guys? How many cool scars? Scars? Tell me, tell me. I also fell off a scooter actually, recently. I fell off a scooter last summer and tore my ACL. And then I had to like, Ow. yeah, I had to be on crutches for a whole summer last year. Well, Did you get surgery? like twins. We're twins. Thank you so much for letting me talk to you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Max. You are an incredible interviewer. Uh, I mean, the little guy is coming for my job, and I'm the only one upset about it. Oh, wait, he has your job. Yeah, I think he's got it. <laughs> yeah, there's a new sheriff in your house, yeah. and his name is Macklin. Thanks a lot, Matt. All right, coming up, need a distraction from the world right now? I think I can help. Mmm, that's next. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. So that's my guest co-host, Cheryl Hines, standing on her head to deal with election stress. I can understand it. Can you recommend a yoga pose for me? Um to calm my mind and my body and my spirit. Yes, I think just lie in your bathtub, go like this and say, "Om." Okay, well, I'm gonna do that, but don't miss, I can see your voice tonight and every Wednesday on Fox. Thanks for being here, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. Let's go out with Zen. Om. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.